0: Welcome to the First Right Podcast, a weekly conservative news show brought to you by Restoration Pack. I'm Doug Truax, founder and president of Restoration PAC. Today we are blessed to have a new guest, someone we will be speaking with often in the coming months. She is Gina Swoboda, Executive Director of the Voter Reference Foundation, an organization dedicated to ensuring transparent, fair, and accurate elections in America. We helped create the organization and will have much more to say about it in the coming weeks. But for today, we want to talk to Gina about the Maricopa County Vote Audit in Arizona. Gina lives in Arizona and has worked in and around the state's election system for years. So she's the perfect person to discuss what's going on there.
1: Thank you, Doug. It's a pleasure to be with you.
0: It's great to have you here in person. It's good stuff, so. All right, so, you know, it's, uh, it's difficult to get accurate, uh, you know, kind of reporting on this. You got the left disparaging what's going on in Arizona, and then when the right says stuff, it's like, okay, well, you know, we've already gone through some things on the right with what people were saying and stuff. So, you know, give us a little history of kind of, you know, what prompted the audit overall, and then uh, at what point do you think it's going to be over? Because I think everybody's watching this thing going, okay, what's, what's oh, happening? Sure. Where, where's this going?
1: So I think one of the initial issues, um, it's the constituents right your constituency has to have faith in the process and confidence that the election was conducted well and everybody had an opportunity to vote and everybody's ballot was counted once there was um, a large amount of people first we had an incident with sharpies this did not affect in any way the accurate tabulation of the votes however people in arizona were trained for 20 years never to use a sharpie and then there was new equipment and they advised them to use it so even before the the tabulation started, people had a concern. As we got closer to the election, people expected things to go one way, and as always, when the reality doesn't meet the expectation, there are questions. It would have been a great thing had people been able to sit down together and discuss the process and go over the issues, but the partisan divide is such in Arizona at this point that that just was not possible. So uh, a series of constituents reached out to their representatives in the state legislature as we do when, when we have questions in our representative democracy, um, and they requested an audit. And because the Board of Supervisors and our legislature and our Senate side could not come to an agreement, uh, the Senate issued a subpoena, a judge said yes, that subpoena is valid, go ahead and comply, and thus we came to the audit, and that's where we are now.
0: All right, and then so how much wh- how much longer do we have of what's going on now? Like, I, I know it's yes. probably a guess, but yeah. <laughs> what do you think?
1: I, I'm, from the outside looking in, it mm-hmm. looks to me like I don't see any conceivable way they're gonna be done before July. Okay. Um, and All that's right. because I think they had, it, it appears as though they had initial issues staffing up. I know the agreement they post online with between the Senate and the auditors says every single volunteer needs to have not only like a, a domestic background check, but an international background oh, wow. check, so that takes time. Who knew? Um, exactly. <laughs> right. Well, we okay. and and, and uh, as it right. should be, we don't want people handling the ballots yeah, that haven't right. been fully oh, sure. vetted, right? Yeah. So, you know, there were difficulties staffing it mm-hmm. up, but they're they're rolling now. They had to shut down for a week. There were um, graduations scheduled at that facility. Mm-hmm. They're back to work now. They're adding two more shifts. Uh, so hopefully, things will pick up the pace and they get better as they go.
0: Yeah, sure. Okay, so uh, here's where you're an expert and you can talk about the granular nature of some of these things. So just talk us through the process of this audit. You know, what does it look like? What are people doing? What's,
1: what, what's going on? Based on the reporting and what we've seen thus far, they have teams doing a hand count. So at each table, they have three people and there is a pretty cool looking dolly kind of going around and they, they put a ballot on it and it gets spun around to all three of those reviewers. Each of them has a tally sheet. They're making their tick marks as they go. When they complete a batch, those sheets are then verified by a runner who comes over and that person verifies their count, and then all of those counts are entered by someone doing 10 key punch data entry and verifying the count again. They're only looking at the top two races, so that's just the presidential race and the senate race, and that's due to time constraints. When that part, that piece happens that's separate from their uh, digital imaging. They have a series of tables um, where they're doing DSLR photography and microscopic photography. They're looking at folds in the paper. They're looking to see were these ovals completed by a human hand. Mm-hmm. So both. But those teams, are two different sets of ballots, two right? Two different. Well, or, the, the ballot initially gets photographed, okay. and then that ballot gets rotated around and reviewed for the tally. So it's okay. a hand count process. It's a photographic imagery process, and then there's a forensic process of the equipment and the servers, and they're wow. trying to get the router, but sure. there's a debate about that sure. right Okay, yeah, lots
0: of debate about the router. <laughs> okay, yeah, so so in this whole process then, if there's gonna be some type of fraud or irregularities or whatever right. that are gonna be found, what's it gonna look like? What, what are they gonna find?
1: Um. Outside looking in, my understanding of, of the process and how we held the election. Uh, I hold our election officials in Arizona in high regard. I know most of them personally. These are good and dedicated public servants. As with any process, the volume of the work they're doing, there's there's potential for human error. Um, There was a new process implemented, electronic adjudication. I think every election official in Arizona knows, I'm not a fan. Um, It's the first time we didn't reproduce these ballots on paper at the end. So if you had a stray mark on your ballot, or a write-in, or an overvote, and it kicked out, a team looked at a digital image, and then they kind of recreated it with software, but it never got put on paper. In Maricopa County, there were over 200,000 of those ballots.
0: And just to rewind, though, that's, you said that's the first time this has been, this, yes, that's happened? Yes, this
1: electronic... GPA. Previously,
0: it was just take the, the paper that you had.
1: And recreate it and on recreate paper. It. Okay. So teams right. a would... A team would do that. Yeah. And then on
0: a team would be a, a Democrat and a Republican.
1: Yes. Okay. Yes. Right. So... Um, It's a complicated process. I stood in for a little bit Mm -hmm. uh, in my capacity in the Secretary of State's office during the primary Mm -hmm. and tried to help them out with a team member. And if I'm looking at the screen and writing on my sheet what the votes are, the other person's clicking with the mouse. So for both of you to stop, write it down, look at the sheet together, and then click together, Uh, That amount of volume, over 200,000, in that limited time window, I I think it was about 17 days, 14 days, they were doing electronic adjudication. uh, It's really not feasible. So how many teams
0: were there about doing
1: this? Um, Well, we had uh, our observers uh, Mm -hmm. during the election, so like three rows of people, uh, two two at a table, so it looked to me between at least 14 of them right. but it varied sure. you know we had we had concerns over covid so we had sure. a little bit of a shortage right. um, people were kind of shuffling in and out again human error new process yeah. high volume yeah. short timeline right and it's so conceivable. yeah
0: so so if you're looking if you've got it up electronically right. and that click through it just creates a faster environment where if there is a problem it it's hard to catch it cuz you're just going exactly. so fast right Ex- exactly and it's so, just speed be- so then, talk to. We were talking earlier about the sheer n- numbers here yes. of what we're talking about. What's like? What's traditional? Yes. And what do we have in this situation? So not only do we go from paper to this electronic way, but the numbers the volume have shifted,
1: was right? out of scale. So okay. um, there's a report called an Ease report that every state files with the Elections Assistance Commission, and it does not require that you track adjudication data. So we don't have an ability to go back in time. But what we do know is that Maricopa County itself in their election and emergency voting contingency planning guide, um, they forecast two to 4%, which would be 30 to 70,000 ballots would be electronically adjudicated. We wound up with 11% over 200,000. Wow. So that's wow, so that's far outside their yeah. own forecast. Sure. And because it's a new process, sure. there's always room, room for improvement in the system. Yeah. You know. So I, I mean, it's worth taking a look and we want the constituents to be happy and have confidence in the system. Yeah, but this is
0: a COVID kind of thing. Yeah.
1: Right? Well, well, So, so you yeah, talked to that a little bit. So sure.
0: I'm trying to now, uh, as we go through all these different things, and we're looking all at a right. lot of states right now, it's just super exactly. handy that you're in Arizona, uh, and know it so well. You know, I'm trying to be, so, you know, I'm kind of new to this game, just like a lot well, yeah. of us are, right? We're like, okay, well, that sounds like a problem, but how much worse did it get because of the COVID environment we were in?
1: That's an excellent point. So. In most states, I would say, they did not have, I'm generalizing, outside Arizona, they did not have a robust uh, mail-in program, Nevada, for example mailed people ballots that had never done it before so you would expect a high rate but arizona has had mail-in voting for a long time and we have been over 70 percent of our voters voting by mail for a long time Mm -hmm. that being the case to to me it is unusual that you would see that high of a rate of ballots kicking out of your central count tabulator for stray mark uh write-in right It's unusual because our voters are experienced. Sure. Um, We did have high turnout. We had the highest turnout we've had since uh, the 85, 86 cycle. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's a factor, but it is so so widely outside the forecast range and we are so experienced at voting by mail in Arizona. To me, it suggests it's worth taking a look at the process to see if it can be improved.
0: Yeah, right. So back to the audit then, if you're replaying what happened in the voting days and, and then now we're going back, one by one, so right. that's it. Just slowed everything down now.
1: Yes, the audit
0: piece is like, okay, let's take our time now and go. Yeah, exactly. By, bit by bit. Okay. It, there
1: right. to me, there's no, um, there's no downside to mm-hmm. reassuring the voters. Of course, there's all upside. If there were errors in the process, if there's always going to be human error, um, then we can address them. We can fix them. If everything was perfect. Ooh! Yay! You know, people feel better. If things need to be improved, they need to know that too. Sure. Um, But there were so many questions, and there was so much outcry. I, I do think it's. I always believe in transparency. You bet. Right. You bet. Sunlight's the best disinfectant. Show everybody. That's right. Show them how good we are.
0: Truth is everything. Exactly.
1: Yeah, Yeah, and I think every
0: every time we have these conversations uh, with other people from other states, and even the work you're doing uh, for the Voter Reference Foundation it always feels like to me that the states in general had gotten a little sloppy in different areas and just you know nobody's really paying a lot of attention to it and then you start overlaying the COVID thing and everybody takes their hands off the wheel and let's just push a bunch of ballots through and then you know now i think as uh, conservatives we're in a place where we really got to pay a lot more attention there's a lot of energy now in this but paying a lot more attention to the system and fixing it and so do you think as you go through this audit, particularly in Arizona, there's going to continue to be more legislation, more look at everything? I know they've already been I working do. hard on that. Yeah. I do. Mm-hmm. I
1: think this is um, the greatest opportunity for a serious voter education effort that I have ever seen. Right. Um, I've, I've loved elections and election integrity most of my life the people are ready to learn, let's let's help teach them. Let's open up the process. It doesn't have to be a black box. It shouldn't be an opaque thing that only election officials understand. If we want people to have confidence in the system, they need to understand every aspect of the system. And we're finally in a place where people want to learn about it. So the more we do, the better it is. The more we talk about it, the more we show people how it works, the more faith they have in the system, the more people will vote. The, The downside of saying everything is fine your concerns are, are misplaced go home and stop calling us is that voters stop coming right and i believe that that's part of what happened with the turnout in georgia sure if people don't believe that there will be a difference they will stop participating Absolutely. and then we'll have nothing you that's know right. so right. i i do think that some of the work that's being done across the country is all to the benefit um, i love the constitutional republic the form it takes is our representative democracy if we don't go to the ballot box there there is no government governance as we know it that's right. so that's it's right. all upside that's right all upside yeah
0: for sure and everything's hinging now on the future of our elections and getting to the truth every exactly. time and if we don't get that done I look at this process and I have to think to myself you talk about the black box and you know bits of it you know if something's opaque and it, you can't quite get to it that's where the the immoral you know cheater is gonna go and this try to true. figure out how to like get the get that piece of it you know and the folks that are You know, moral, trying to do the right thing, they don't maybe not even know that thing exists over there, but you just have to continue to open the whole thing up so that everybody can see, and it makes it harder for people to cheat. This is true, too.
1: I mean, the more transparent we are, the more faith we have, the more open it is. I think the less likelihood there is of, of fraud. Absolutely. You know, I, I think we have new systems and human error. If somebody did attempt to commit fraud, we have checks and balances, right. but let them know. Right. Why, why invite someone to, to, to spend their time trying to break the system? Uh, we, can, we can only strengthen it and make it better by that's being right. more transparent. That's right,
0: that's right. And the work that um, is happening there, and also some of the work you're doing, wouldn't you say that people, are gonna, that people are looking around at other states and they oh, go, sure. oh, that happened over there. Let's look into our state and see what happens. So don't you think that's gonna, that's right. there's gonna be a snowball effect here of things that people figure out, right?
1: I think that there is a lot of introspection going on. Yeah, um, right. Again, election officials are heroes to me. They work incredibly hard. It is traditionally an undervalued job right. um, under immense time and pressure right. constraints. However, no one is above answering to the people, nobody. Nobody. Everybody has to understand that the people uh, are, are the ultimate arbiters of whether something is fair or not. And whether it's um, you know New Mexico changing their looking at voter ID, um, comparing it to Arizona who has a robust system. Um, if it's uh, Georgia saying, hey, you know what, maybe Fulton County should take a look at these absentee ballots, which mm-hmm. a superior court judge is looking at. It's, it's all to the good. you know it can only be upside absolutely but we have to welcome it and not be defensive I I recognize people uh, in a lot of cases are taking it personally and it in some cases has gotten ugly but it's if you're gonna fight about something and you're gonna you know get get passionate and get involved get involved yeah learn about it do some outreach educate people it's all to the good
0: have to get it done
1: you have to get it done Yeah.
0: good good well appreciate all the work you're doing appreciate you coming on and You'll be back on, I'm sure, right?
1: I hope so. (laughs) I would love to. All right, great. Thank you. Thank you you so much. It's a pleasure. Thanks.
0: Well, all right, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and for supporting conservative media. Don't ever forget, working together and staying diligent, we conservatives can bring our country back to true greatness. So until next time, let's all keep praying that God will continue to bless America. First Right, a new kind of news summary without liberal slant. Every morning, in your inbox, always free. Subscribe now at restorationofamerica.com slash firstright or text firstright to 1-312-820-9167.